0: Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And today we have some sad news to report out of South Africa. A clash that took place on the weekend between Samoso Batalese and uh, Tsipaslili Matunga. Uh, unfortunately, Simoso has passed away from the injuries he sustained during that fight. Uh, let me read you the statement. Uh, the World Boxing Federation Africa Lightweight title fight held in Durban, South Africa on Sunday, June 5th, culminated in a somber and upsetting manner. Uh, two young talent fighters with the world at their feet and uh, a, a huge prospect in the likes of Samoso Butlasezi Thrilled the large crowd with nine exciting rounds of boxing with Boutilazesi one round away from winning the title, albeit in a close fight. Then the bizarre happened with 20 seconds left in the final round. Lazesi inexplicably turned away from his opponent, walked strangely towards his corner and started to throw wild combinations at an invisible foe. Clearly, something was not right. Referee Elroy, Elroy Marshall responded brilliantly by immediately halting the fight in favor of Matunga, but Lisey then began to have convulsions, convulsions and immediately the doctors, the medics and other staff were in the ring administering medical attention to him. Uh, he was rushed to the hospital in an ambulance, um, uh, straight to the logical ward. It was later found that he had a bleed on the brain and was placed in an induced coma. Um, in a statement co-signed by the Boxer's the family reads, it was with great sadness for boxing South Africa and the Lazy family to announce the passing away of Mr. Somoso Lazy, who passed away last night, June 7, 2022 at hospital in Durban. On June 5, 2022, Mr. Boutalese participated in a boxing tournament hosted by Starline Boxing Promotions at Greyville, Durban. Towards the end of his bout, Mr. Boutalese collapsed and was taken to hospital it was discovered at the hospital, he suffered a brain injury, which resulted in internal bleeding. At the hospital, Mr. Bussle was given the best possible care, but he, however, succumbed to the injury. As a, as a result, uh, Boxing South Africa will conduct an independent medical review of the injury and will then make public the results of that medical review. May you rest in peace. Thoughts and prayers go out to the family. Very recently, Nonito Donair, uh lost his uh, clash with uh, Inui at a fight taking place this time in Saitama, Japan, which I've reported on. Uh, but uh, here we have the, an announcement, if you will, from uh, Donaire, who had his hopes of unifying the Bantamite division by defeating Inui. But those were unraveled when he was floored by a punch he didn't see. The Filipino Flash lost his rematch with the Japanese star in Tokyo when the referee stepped in to end the contest at 1 minute 24 seconds of the second round. Donaire had started the fight at the Super Arena confidently, but was floored by a punch near the end of the opening round and has admitted it may be the hardest shot he's ever felt. When I got caught, I didn't even know what happened, Donair said. I didn't see the punch as I was trying to counter him. It's the hardest punch I've ever been hit with. I came out completely blank. I didn't see the punch coming lost his WBC bandwagon title in the defeat and says he's deviated too far away from the game plan that had in part been hatched by Sugar Hill Stewart. The Filipino hero had planned to use the jab, use the feints, but ended up being dragged into a scrap and says he paid a heavy price. We came here with a good game plan and I was in tremendous shape. I've never been in that shape in my life, but in trying to implement the game plan, I got caught up in wanting to brawl and that is my big flaw. I love brawling. It's hard for me to change that overnight, but it was a big mistake. I came in really confident, but unfortunately, I got caught cold with a big punch. Fair enough. Let's uh, fly around the world now to Houston, Texas, for a fight that took place at the GSH Event Center on the 4th of June. Uh, That was Saturday night. Elijah Pierce spoiled the hometown return of previously undefeated Jesse Garcia, by scoring a third-round stoppage in their scheduled eight-rounder. And that was in the featherweight division, by the way. After an even first round, Pierce took complete control. In round two, Pierce floored Garcia with a short right hook. Garcia was able to beat the count just to the bell rang. In round three, however, Pierce once again continued to punish Garcia and force the referee to stop the bout, awarding a technical knockout victory to Pierce. He said, I'm thankful to Jesse Garcia for being willing to step into the ring with me. He's a tough warrior. I want all that smoke in the division. I'm ready for, I want all the big fights. With the win, Pierce out of Midwest City, Oklahoma is now 13-2 and with 12 knockouts. Garcia, who at one time was promoted by top rank, is now 10-1. and Pierce, by the way, is managed by Trifon Petrov and Jesse Tanksley and is currently a promotional free agent. Elijah Pierce will be back in the ring June 17th in Cleveland, Ohio, when he's about to face uh, Joseph Umbo, who's from the Philippines. Ohio natives and split team management fighters, Charles Conwell and DeAndre Ware, got their hands raised in fights over the weekend. Thursday night in Montreal, Conwell took out Abraham Ramirez in round three of their 10 rounder as a junior middleweight uh, division bout. Conwell dominated the actions. He landed hard combinations until finally breaking through in the second frame by scoring two knockdowns. With Juarez hurt, Conwell ended the fight in round three by sending Juarez to the canvas the third time, and the bout was stopped at 1 minute and 13 seconds. Conwell out of Cleveland is now 17 and 0 with 13 knockouts. And Juarez out of Mexico City fell to 19 and 10. Conwell, by the way, is promoted by Pro Bellum and Debella Entertainment. On Saturday night in Toledo, super middleweight DeAndre Ware took an eight round unanimous decision over tough Philadelphian Christopher Brooker. Congratulations to Split T for their fighter's success there. Now, speaking of success, Paul Butler does not fear the power of boxing's most fearsome puncher. Nayawa Inouye has laughed off talk of him having a death wish. Inouye served up a brutal two-round beatdown of Nonito Tenera, which I've just described, on uh, Tuesday, that's June 7th, in Tokyo, and immediately called for a fight with Butler to crown the undisputed bantamweight champion of the world. Butler, who made WBO title holder last month after winning the interim belt with a masterclass performance against Jonas Sultan at Pro Bell in Liverpool, has told Inoue's representatives that he wants to fight their man. Japanese hero Inui holds the WBC, WBA, and IBF belts, but before moving up to super bantamweight, he is keen to fight Butler, who holds the missing piece of the jock jigsaw. He says, "I've read all sorts of comments and predictions about the fight already. Butler has death wish. Inoue to win by murder, and agreeing the fight would be like signing someone's death warrant." Butler told Pro Bellum, "He hits very hard, but what's the worst that can happen? He knocks me out." I've been stopped before and let me make it clear. I'll be going into that fight believing I can win. I'll be walking into the ring believing that like I always do that I can win the fight and become the undisputed pound-for-pound champion of the world. One of boxing's leading pound for pound fighters, Inui is a star attraction in Japan and Butler has no problem with facing monster in his backyard. He said, I want the fight in Japan. I would be silly not to. If the fight could be made over here, fine. But if I get, extra for fighting in Japan, and that's what I'll do. Hopefully contact uh, can continue between both teams. Before the Donair fight, Inui's team had put the feelers out, asking if I'd take the fight, and if so, where would I want it? I've told them, I want it, and I want it in Japan. Hopefully we can get this big fight. Butler, by the way, has yet to return to the gym with coach uh, Joe Gallagher, but has started uh, to ready his body for a return to grueling training camp in order to prepare for Inui. From now, I would need 12 weeks at least, Butler added. I've not been back in the gym since the Sultan fight, but I could be ready by the start of October. I was nervous going into the Nairduni in versus fight because I was hoping we would win as I know how big of a fight that would be for him. Uh, I was starting to get itchy knuckles throughout the buildup and did my first punch session, punching session since winning the world title on Monday night. I'll continue to put... In one or two sessions a day, now until we get the green light, and it's all systems go. Right on. Okay, let's talk about Anthony Peterson. After coming off a six round knockout of Saul Corral, a bout that took place in his hometown of Washington, D.C. on May 28, 2022, super lightweight Anthony Peterson, who's now 39 1 1 with 25 knockouts, is eager to get back in the main event pitcher. Peterson looked to be in his best shape of his career and have big challenges at the top of the division moving forward. He said, I'm looking to take one more fight to settle in, and after that I'm going after big game hunting, and I have Teofimo Lopez on my scope, said Peterson. Um, he's advised by uh, Freeway Rick Ross, CEO of Team Freeway Boxing. This would be the best I've ever been uh, going into a fight in my co- entire career. I don't want to credit my team for having things run so smoothly. I'm looking at all the big names in the super lightweight division, and I see Lopez as the perfect person to fight. It would be an honor to grace the ring with him. I'm seeking a fight that defines my career. And Lopez, a former world champion, is at the top of my list. And for the last story of the day, let's bounce over to Los Angeles, where uh, Ryan Garcia was facing the press prior to his upcoming fight against Javier Fortuna uh, to kick up the promotion for the Garcia-Fortuna fight. Uh, Undefeated lightweight superstar Ryan Garcia is 22-0, by the way, 18 knockouts out of California, hosted a press conference in the, at the world-famous Crypto.com Arena. The fight is set to take place on Saturday, July 16th uh, at downtown Los Angeles Crypto.com Arena and will stream live worldwide on the zone. As we all know, Garcia will face former two-time world champion Javier Fortuna, who's 37-3-1, with 26 knockouts of his own. He fights out of Dominican Republic. Fortuna is able to join the, the activities and spoke to reporters during the live Zoom uh, roundtable session. But below, uh, we are going to focus on Ryan Garcia. Let's have a quick look here. I grew up in Southern California, he said. I've seen games here. This is Kobe's house. I identify with him and the Mamba mentality. And I'm going to be grateful going to this fight at the CryptoCom Arena. I have seen every style here and had enough fighting here. It's a dream come true. There have been a few things that have been out of control that are preventing me from staying active. I feel like uh, with things better now. There are more fights in my future. I haven't taken any damage. I feel good, I'm healthy, I'm ready to go. I do want Tank Davis next. That's what I've said. I know that Tank is a big fighter and so am I. Whoever wins that fight is the next phase of boxing. I think of every possibility to make fights in box. Both parties can come to an agreement. They need to be fair to each other and to the fights. Don't be greedy, be firm, be fair. And let's look at the data. Hmm. Fair enough. Tickets are on sale, uh, and it's being promoted by Gold Boy Promotions, by the way. Right. Thanks very much for joining me here on uh, Boxing uh, Boxing News uh, today on Talk and Fight. Thanks. uh, Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and I'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when Mike Orr and Cedric Ben feature Knuckle Up on Talk and Fight.